0: Welcome to Mystery Books Podcast. I'm USA Today bestselling mystery author, Sarah Rosette. I'm also a bookworm who specializes in the mystery genre. I love sharing my favorite mystery discoveries from classic golden age novels to contemporary cozies. This episode is all about Murder at Mallowen Hall by Colleen Cambridge. Murder at Mallowen Hall was published in 2021 in it's book one, in the Philida Philida Bright series. Hope I'm saying that correctly. Here's the blurb. As head of household for none other than Agatha Christie, Philida Bright finds her position includes polishing silver, serving luncheons, and drawing inspiration from the crime author's fictional detectives when mysterious deaths at Malwin Hall baffle her famous employer. Here's the first line. Phyllida Bright had seen her share of bodies during the Great War, so when she discovered the dead man sprawled on the floor, it didn't even occur occur to her to scream. This book is an interesting mashup of real life and fiction. I don't usually enjoy historical figures as sleuths. I find it very hard to suspend my disbelief, but I did enjoy this book, and I think it was because... Uh, Christy has a minor role in this, and she's not the main character. I find it difficult to believe that some of these people that are the main characters in these fictional stories or fictionalized stories with main characters who were historical people, I find it hard to believe that they were sleuths. And I, it's just my own something that I just have a hard time getting over. So I tend not to read these, or if I try them, I have a hard time enjoying them. But this book I really enjoyed, and I think it was because Agatha Christie had a minor role. And the main character is her uh, housekeeper. Now she becomes involved in an investigation when a visitor to... Mallowen Hall, which is not a real location. This is one of the places where it's a mashup of real life and fiction. Mallowen was the last name of Agatha Christie's second husband, and there is no Mallowen Hall in real life. But this book is set in a place that Christie lived, Devon, she really did live in Devon, but not at Mallowen Hall. So see it's kind of a fiction and fact are kind of interwoven together. So at this fictional estate A house party is going on, and one of the guests is murdered, who is a reporter. Uh, Just a couple of little notes about the main character, Felidia. She is a battlefield nurse turned housekeeper, um, turned sleuth, actually. And in many ways, she is a female Perot, but she likes his order and method. And that makes complete sense for a housekeeper, because she would have to have a an orderly way of doing things and have to have a good system in place to run a household on this scale. Now, after this death happens and it's clear that it's murder, Agatha Christie of course, would seem to be a perfect sleuth for this. But I thought it was funny as a writer reading this that she is so busy with her work and her writing that she really doesn't have time to investigate. And its I thought it was just hilarious because writers are always like, oh my goodness, I'm so busy, I don't have time to do other things. So I thought that was kind of a little inside joke in a way, and I enjoyed that part of it. So because it's upsetting the household, Philida takes control of this situation and she's going to solve this problem so that the household will run smoothly. And as a housekeeper, she has access to the servants and also to what's going on in the upstairs world. She is good friends with Mrs. Christie. And um, although most of the world doesn't know that, they do have a close relationship because it's something that's more private. Okay, let's talk about themes. One of the themes of Murder at Mallowan Hall, I would say, is a square peg in a round hole. Things that don't quite fit. Phillida is not quite your typical housekeeper. She's not, um, she hasn't come up through the ranks of being a servant to achieve this position. She's, um, has a different background being a nurse, and it's clear from some of the dialogue between her and Agatha Christie that they are friends. There's some rivalries and, um, some tension in the servant's hall because she doesn't fit in. She's not quite what they would expect for a housekeeper. And that leads into another theme, um, power struggle that's going on in this. There's, um, so do, some domestic issues with Mr. Dobble. I love that name. He's the butler and he's in charge of the male servants. And so there's a little bit of a, uh, power struggle going on between, um, Mr. Dobble and Phillida. Not only is he dealing with this issue that she's not quite what they, what he and the other servants would expect to be in this position, but he has some issues with her as a single woman, and she's very competent at what she does, and she's acknowledged to be competent by everyone else in the household, but he doesn't like that she does her job so well, basically, is the issue. Another theme in this is identity. People are not who they claim to be, and so that applies to Philida all the way down to the suspects, which of course is perfect for a murder mystery because things are often not as they seem. And we don't find out much about Philida's background. I think that's something that we'll find out in future books. Okay, let's talk a little bit about tropes. In Murder at and Hall*. we have the country house party trope, That's one of my favorites. It's well known and you can find it in many books from the 1920s and 30s. Many classic mysteries have the country house party where you have the gathering of suspects and someone dies and then the crime has to have been committed by somebody who is in the house party. And um, so this is that perfect setup for that. You also have this trope of the contrast of the upstairs and downstairs world and that you see a lot of that through uh, Phillida's eyes and you see... Um, what the servants knew, as well as how they interact with the people who are there for the house party. And most of this is going to be from the part from the point of view of the servants. So we're going to see how they view the house guests. And then another theme of this, I think, is Perot's order and method. That's something that Phillida goes into over and over again. She wants things to be properly done and she wants to set things to right so that the household can run smoothly. Now I'm not doing as many quotes from the books as I used to, but I did want to include this one because I really enjoyed it. Phillida says, "Murder will out," but managing a household went on. <laughs> so I thought that was a good encapsulation of the story for the book and uh, her a little bit of her motivation of how she or why she's involved. All right, so let me talk about some recommendations. Some, If you enjoyed this, you might also like some read-alike books. If you enjoy Things About Christie, then you can always pick up Agatha Christie's autobiography, and I will fully admit that I have not read the autobiography. It is quite a tome. It's very thick, and um, I have started it, but I haven't finished it. If you like Country House Mysteries, there's, of course a ton of these that you could choose from, but I have a couple, a short list for you that you might enjoy. The first one is the Royal Spina series by Reese Bowen. The first book is Her Royal Spinus. and that is a look at the 1930s, a member of the royal family, and kind of gives you a lot of inside look at what life is like for somebody who's related to the royal family. These are all mysteries, so of course she's involved in a mystery in each one of these. Um, The other series is the Amory Ames series. The first book is Murder of the Brightwell by Ashley Weaver. Uh, Great Country House Mysteries in that series. Uh, Black and Dodd series by Diane James. One book in that series that I would recommend that has really a strong country house flavor to it is The Missing Diamond Murder. Um, Then there is the Freddie Pilkington Soam series, and that's by Carla Benson. The first book in that series is A Case of blackmail in Belgravia. And that one is... Um, Some of those take place in London, and then some of those also take place in country houses, but they all have kind of this 1920s, 1930s uh, country house flavor to them. And then, of course, I have a series, the High Society Lady Detective series. The first book in that series is Murder at Archley Manor, which, of course, takes place at a country estate. If you like upstairs-downstairs mysteries, and this book has a lot of that about the classes and the differences of what they did and a kind of a contrast of their lives, then you would enjoy a Lady and Ladies' Maid series by Alyssa Maxwell. The first book in that series is Murder Most Malicious. And then there's also the Below Stairs series by Jennifer Ashley. The first book in that series is Death Below Stairs. And that is about a cook, and she works in the home of a wealthy family. If you like historical figures as sleuths, if you're intrigued by that, there are so many of these, and I'm just going to give you a smattering of these. There is a series with Agatha Christie as the main sleuth. The first book is called A Talent for Murder by Andrew Wilson. There's another series with Queen Elizabeth as the sleuth. It's called The Majesty the Queen Investigates series. The first book is The Windsor Not by S.J. Bennett. Um, another series that um, has a historical figure as, as a sleuth is the Being Jane Austen series. And the first book is Jane and the Unpleasantness at Scargrave Manor by Stephanie Barron. Uh, Going back to the golden age of fiction, we have the Josephine Tay series, where Josephine Tay is a sleuth. The first book is An Expert in Murder by Nicola Upton. Uh, Traveling back in time again is the uh, Bronte series, Mysteries. The first book is The Vanished Bride by Bella Ellis. And then lastly, I've listed two more, these with uh, male sleuths. We have the Oscar Wilde series. The first book is A Death of No Importance by Giles Brandreth. And then the last one is the Francis Bacon series. And the first book is Murder by Miss Rule by Anna Castle. So as you can see, historical figures, real people, as fictional sleuths, are very popular. And I think part of the reason they're popular is we get a little inside look at how they lived. And then we get that matched up with a mystery. So if you enjoy that, you've got these series to look for. Plus, there's so many more. I couldn't list them all. So my question for you is, do you enjoy mysteries with the historical figures as Sluice? If so, who is your favorite? You can find me on Instagram at Sarah Rosette, no H on Sarah and no E on Rosette, or leave a comment on the show notes for this episode, which will be at sarahrosette.com forward slash Mallowan, and that is spelled M-A-L-L-O-W-A-N. I hope this podcast has let you revisit a favorite book or perhaps helped you discover a new author to try. If you've enjoyed it, I hope you'll tell a fellow mystery reader. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.